All right, take your Bible, if you would, turn over to Judges, Judges chapter 6. We don't necessarily have to go there. You're Bible believers. You know what we're going to, should know pretty much where that's at. I appreciate the, the preaching. It, uh, it's been a blessing to me. I'd like to say a couple of things while I hear pages are turning. I want to thank uh, this church for its dedication to to the Lord. Uh, it's amazing to me to come in here and it's already full. And uh, last year when I was here, I got the brother to give me a little view around. I said, oh man, this thing's massive. This is great. It's beautiful. Can't wait. And I came in and it's packed. And I said, I ain't going to have no place to sit. <laughs> and I told Brother Peacock earlier, Pastor, I told him, I said, Pastor, I said, you're going to have to build on, brother. You might as well just keep going. <laughs> And that's a good thing. And I appreciate this church being dedicated to it. Now notice with me uh, in chapter 6, and uh, I'm going to ask uh, Brother Ernest, if you would, would you stand up and pray for me, brother, and pray for this real quick? So notice in chapter 6 with me here with uh, Brother Gideon here. And notice that Gideon here is called by the Lord to do something, and uh, he's called to do a purpose. And the problem we find with Gideon, we're not going to read anything. I'm just going to turn there for sake of time. But you're going to find that Gideon, just like most of us, has a little bit of an issue. We're a little hesitant. In other words, I want to tell you that when you start to dedicate yourself to something, you know what? you'll start uh, second-guessing some things. Why? Because, listen, you're going to have to put some sweat equity into dedication. You know, if you want to be close to Jesus Christ, it's going to be sweat equity. Uh, if you're going to know this Bible, it's going to cost you something. Uh, this building costs something. I heard uh, Brother Sam talking about uh, the going into the savings and and pulling out things and making the donut, making the sacrifice. And here we find Gideon is there, and, and we find that Gideon is called by God, and, and we see that Gideon's called, but Gideon's a little hesitant. And he says, Now, Lord, if, if it's you, let's just make this wet, this dry, and then we'll make that dry and this wet. <laughs> and then if I see all that, you see, we want to, we're a physical people. We want to see something. We want to see some fruit from our endeavor. If I'm going to invest, uh, if I'm going to look at my 401K and I'm going to look at it, I'm going to see, well, you know, do I need to move some over here from the Vanguard Fund? Do I need to put some over here in some small cap? Or, or maybe I need to do this. See, we're always looking for the angle. But if you're going to be dedicated, it's going to cost you. And the Lord sees this and get it. 
And he sees it in you, and he sees it in me. You know why? Because when Gideon gets over there in chapter 7, uh, you can look over there if you'd like. Uh, he's there, he's got plenty of men, and the Lord's called him to this battle. And uh, he's got plenty of men, man. And he says, all right, we're fixing to get with it. We're fixing to get busy. God says, no, you're a little shaky over there. Let's just whittle this down here a little bit. Let's get it down. He said, what I want you to do is I want you to take and send some of these boys home. Why? Because they're not dedicated. You know what you're going to find, friend? You're going to find that dedicated people are going to be in small numbers. And if you're going to do something, it's usually going to be in small numbers. But that's okay. Listen, the thing is, it's not to lose heart. I understand it looks large and it's very looming and uh, almost looks overwhelming and, and we're not going to make it. And listen, if you've done a project like this, I'm sure that brother was sweating the whole way. Because this is a large project. I've been there. I've done large projects. And man, you know, you're trying to get the inspector there. You're trying to get people to show up. You're trying to get things to happen. I felt so sorry for the brother when Brother Peacock was there. I said, we'll get a transformer and send it down to him. I get the people at the utility place to sell me one. and I'll ship it down there at no cost and we'll cover it for you. Amen. Why? To get It's an overwhelming task. But listen, don't lose heart. Because it's a small number. You can make an impact. You can make an impact with small numbers. I want to tell you that if you're going to be uh, dedicated, you notice what you're going to be? The first thing you're going to notice about yourself is you're going to be in a deficit. You're going to be in a deficit. <laughs> you know what Gideon is? Gideon's in a deficit. Man, he ain't got but just a handful of guys, and he's fixing to have to do battle with a very large number. And then on top of that, you know what he's going to have to be? He's going to be disarmed. He's going up there with a pitcher and a candle, and he don't even get a sword. He gets a stick to break it with. And that's all he's got. Don't look like very good odds, Lord. That's the way it is. So if you're sitting here this morning, I want to encourage you, don't, don't lose hope. Don't, don't, don't fail of heart. It's going to be all right. Dedicate yourself to it. Dedicate yourself to it. It's going to be good. It's going to end well, I promise you. Why? Because God brings the victory. Did Gideon win? Yes, he did. You know what? You're going to win. You're going to win. Amen. Why? Because you're a winner either way. <laughs> you can't lose. Yeah, but we can lose this bill. You still can't lose. You can't lose. Look with me very quickly. I want to move on for the second time. I don't have time to develop everything that I'd like to, but notice with me real quickly over in, in, the, in the book of Mark. Can I say this uh, real quick? A lot of my heroes in the Bible are ladies. They really are. They're the unsung heroes that a lot of times never, never get the... Uh, Never get the accolades, acclimates or accolades, however you say that, that you deserve. And here's one of them. Notice with me in Mark chapter uh, 14. While you're turning there, here's a, here's a lady that's dedicated herself to something. 
You know what? A lot of you, you men, and, and my wife, and I'll, I'll use her as an example on this, a lot of times my wife is the one that pushes. She'll say, we need to take on another missionary. Not for the church, for us. She'll, she'll look at our finances, she'll say, we need. She's the one. That, you know, listen, if you've got a good wife, Amen. brother, Amen. You, need, you need to get on your knees at night and thank God. You need to lift your hand to glory and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen? Why? Because it's my wife a lot of time is a driving force behind me because I'll get tunnel vision as a pastor and I'm just looking, man, at what I need to do and where I need to focus my laser beam on and it's my wife who's my wingman and she comes along and says, hey, hey, hey. Over here, big boy. Over here, big boy. That's what, yeah, she called me big boy. She said, over here, big boy, look here. Amen? And listen, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look, and she, she says, we need to focus on this. Don't forget about Jesus. Don't forget about this. Don't forget about what's going on over here. Listen, I want to tell you, when you're dedicated, sometimes you get a little tunnel vision. Here's a woman who had tunnel vision. She wasn't worried about anybody else. She wasn't worried about the press. She wasn't worried about the city council. She wasn't worried about the, the news media. She wasn't worried about the naysayers. You know what she did? She got her an alabaster box of value. There's value in it. Listen, dedication has value to it. There's value in dedication. There's not always the, the glory, though. See, I guarantee you that if I was to look through here, and I'm not going to do it, there's some people in here who have put forth an alabaster box. And you're probably not going to get a pat on the back. It's going to be quietly done. Now, the, listen, at the end of this, you'll see. I want to tell you that she brings forth this alabaster box, and she's not worried about anybody else, and she comes to the Lord with that thing of very great value to her. Just like the brother said, a lot of you have dipped into places, you know, and maybe even got into the kids' college fund a little bit, moved it around, and you decided you wouldn't go on that great hunting trip out to Montana. Amen. I'd love to go on a hunt trip out to Montana. <laughs> and go out there. Put it there instead. And notice with me, she, she brings that, uh, it's very costly here in Mark chapter 14 and in verse 3 and uh, being in Bethany, you know, Simon, the house of that leper. And uh, now notice that uh, they're sitting there and here she comes with an alabaster box. Very quietly, she's Really, she shouldn't be there. It's a men's meeting. And she comes in. And she takes that box and she breaks it. You know what? Sometimes be dedicated, you're going to be broken. Listen, there's men here that have churches all across this country that have dedicated them to that church. And you know what? They've given themselves, they have broken themselves for that congregation. And it may not be but a congregation of 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 or 40. Maybe, maybe you run 80. But you've dedicated heart and soul to that place because you love the Lord and you want to make sure you give them the best and you want to feed them the best and you, you read and you pray and you, you pour yourself into that sermon, man, and you give it all you got. You come home and Monday morning you've got to get up and go to work because it can't support you. 
But you'll do it all over again the next time. And you're tired and you're broken. Just like that box. But I'm going to tell you, friend, there's a sweet odor that comes with dedication. It comes up out of that box. And listen, it comes up and it goes there and it's pleasing to the Lord. Sweet and smelling. And she comes there and she's been criticized. Who is this woman? Who does she think she is? That she could come in here and do this. And why has she wasted this amount? Why? Why, brother, did you build this building? We were fine over there. We could have done. So you're going to have critics. You've got to be dedicated. Dedication is going to bring criticism. Don't let it bother you. You know what? It didn't bother her. I thank God for women. You know why? Because my wife sometimes, I'm rough. And if she put up with all my criticism sometimes, she didn't stay dedicated, I don't know where I'd be. That's the truth. I'm not trying to be bravado. I'm just saying the truth. If you're a man, a real man, <laughs> you can be rough sometimes. And here she stays with it. Lastly, I want you to see this. I want you to understand that, first of all, dedication is going to put you in a deficit. You're going to end up, you're going to end up uh, against the odds. You're going to end up costing you. You're going to be criticized. But you're going to find that there's going to be a commending from the Lord. Because when you get to that place after everything's said and done and we all leave and we go and it's just going to be y'all here, that's when God's going to move in. He's going to whisper in your ear, good job. That's good. I'm happy for you. That's good. That's when you're going to move in. That's when you're going to get your confidence. Listen, I could, I could pat you on the back and give you accolades all day. And I do. I thank you. From the bottom of my heart. But it's when God does it that it matters. Now I want you to find the last thing and then I'm done. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to get out of the way. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, I want you to notice something here. Not only does dedication put you in a deficit and dedication is going to cause criticism and and it's going to cause, cost you something. It's going to be costly. But I have found that when you become dedicated to something, you become addicted to it. And this verse has been mentioned already. When uh, years ago, before I got round, I used to be in shape. But, but in geometry, round is a shape. Just making sure you understand that. I, I used to be pretty good. Now I'm just kind of pretty good. Man. I see some of these young men, and I'm like, man, I used to kind of look like that. <laughs> kind of. Notice with me in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 15, I want you to see that in closing here, that dedication, once you stay dedicated, folks, now listen to me, once you stay dedicated, you'll become addicted to it. I'm addicted to it. I, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't preach. Now listen, I've been sitting back there, I've been quiet. I didn't want to say nothing. I'm not going to go up and I'm not going to go to this man and ask him to preach, but I'm biting at the bit. Why? Because I'm wanting to preach. And I see Brother Knowles and I see all these good preachers. I see these good preachers, you know. Brother Adrian, man. Brother Adrian, I don't know where you're at, brother. 
You know, we were in school together, brother. It's good to see you, brother. And I'm, I thank God. I'm, I'm, I get so excited when I see people that I've been in school with and see God use them. Man, that's, that's just fantastic, brother. It is. But I see these preachers, man. And I'm like, I've got to get up there. I've got to preach. I'm talking to my wife. I said, if I can't preach, I'm going straight preaching. I, I did. I told brother, I probably told brother Joe Kyle Hicks here. He said, brother, you going on the street? Because I didn't know if I was going to get picked or not. You're going on the street, brother. I got I to gotta, I gotta get it out. I got to be addicted to it, brother. I'm addicted to it. Be addicted to dedication. Be addicted to it like a military. When you get up, man, you want to be the best you can be. This, is, this place needs to be the best. It needs to be like the Marine Corps. It ought to look sharp. It ought to stand tall. Listen, you're a light. You're a beacon in the night. I've been on the ocean. Listen, I was on the ocean. I've been there many times. And I, you know, one of the greatest things in my life when we would get in rough seas was to see light from the land. That's what this is. It's a beacon. It's a lighthouse. Be addicted to dedication. Amen, Pastor. And I am glad to call him my pastor. 